Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Oilers now. Bob Stauffer, Brent, uh, Brendan Escott with you. It's 105 in Edmonton. And the second hour of Oilers now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter. Some news coming with Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Digitex is your all-in-one convenient location at digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office uh, technology and software. Um, you can... Uh, Text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for 35 years. Mark Spector is here for the horses and horse racing Alberta who have an economic impact of $145 million annually in the city of Edmonton alone. Uh, we will tell you. The guests on our show receive your certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, Shirt Park, and now open in West Edmonton Mall. Our top story today, uh, again, for Grey Rock Exteriors. Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home time. Book your free, no-obligation inspection today. Visit greyrockexteriors.ca. The top story today, no Connor McDavid at practice. The order's getting a point last night and a game against Vegas, uh, in which they were considerably outplayed, and they get Winnipeg, who are much more healthy than they were the last time they played Edmonton. Yep. They didn't have Patrick Liney and Josh Morrissey in the lineup in that game, or Adam Lowry, and they'll all be playing uh, tonight, or tomorrow night. All right, Spec, uh, Pacific Division standings, updates for you. Vegas leads the way 86 points. The Oilers have a game in hand on Vegas. Uh, Edmonton's at 83. Calgary's at 79. Edmonton and Calgary played the same games. Vancouver is at 76, so they're seven points behind the orders, but four ga- two games in hand. Arizona at 74 points in 70 games, uh, down to about, a, I believe, less than, according to sports club stats, around a, a something like a 15% chance to make the playoffs now. The orders, yep. by the way, are over 95% chance. I want to talk about the five teams in the Pacific, and I want to start with Arizona. They went and got Phil Kessel, and then they traded for Taylor Hall. Mm-hmm. Now, every time I watch Arizona play, Taylor, for me, is usually one of their two best forwards on virtually every game. Yeah, me too. You're seeing the same thing? Same, seeing the same thing. Him and Garland, who's now hurt. 
Yeah. So, and, and, you know, people are looking at the one-loss record since Hall's gone there. Of course, they need to factor in that their number one goaltender, Darcy Kemper, got hurt. But were the Coyotes playing with a tight margin to begin with? Was is Rick Tockett proven to be a little bit uh, rigid in his coat? What's why? Because they were basically first when they got Hall in that trade. Yeah, they've been a really low-scoring team, right? I mean, not just this year for 20 years. They went they went to the desert what 95? Sure. Um, they've been a low-scoring, low-scoring team ever since then, and this year even more so. And I, you know, they what happens when you're a team that can't get more than two goals a night? Your GM goes out in the market and he finds you a Taylor Hall. Right. But sometimes that throws you off a little bit, right? Sometimes you bring in guys that don't want to play 2-1 hockey. Or uh, let's face it, I, I'm a Taylor Hall fan as a player. I don't think he's the guy that's playing a whole bunch of Jacques Lemaire batting down the hatches 2-1 hockey. Taylor Hall takes the puck and goes with it, man, and he opens up the ice. So, you know, maybe that fit hasn't been good, right? Uh, this isn't me blaming Taylor Hall for the record in Arizona by no means. But I don't think they – maybe they don't have a team that can support a little more of an open style ball. Maybe they don't have a coach who can coach it. Maybe he's trying to coach Tater Hall to play the way Bob Ganey used to play. That ain't going to work. Yeah, it's interesting with Rick Tockett because I get mixed reports around the league. Like some people think, well, you know, the ex-players out there all prop him up. Oh, he's a real good coach. Okay. Some of the guys that worked their way up, you know, maybe coached higher than, you know, their their kids playing Bantam AAA somewhere. And that, yeah, hey, yeah. We need those guys too. But, the, you know. The career coaches. Their, their career coaches, they don't necessarily see a technically superior coach team. Okay. Like, you're, you know what? Say what you want. You look at the Edmonton Oilers this year. You're number one in the league in the power play and number two on PK, and you've had as bad a penalty killing as the Oilers have had. That is coaching. Yeah, there's a lot of coaching. And, 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 and increased you know, better personnel, right. for sure. But, but but a lot of it's been coaching, and yep. Dave Tippett's had a reputation for getting less, more with less for a while. Yes, yeah. Right? And uh, now, and, and he again. He did that in Phoenix for a long time. And I'm still, and we'll get to this a little later, I'm still really concerned about the Oilers' 5-on-5 five five come playoff time. It is a major concern for me. Yeah, they're not. Because they're not going to get the same. But back I'm there, sure. back there, I don't know how good a coach Rick Tockett is. I think last year he did a really good job. That team was competitive. They battled hard. They had a ton of injuries. They got some added offensive support. Mm-hmm. And and that offensive support hasn't made them a high-scoring team. So I'd no. like to know what the, the, the texters think. It's 780-496-0063 or Ashley Fine Flores text line. Like, they went out and got Taylor Hall. They were in a good position when they got him. It right. coincided with not one but two goaltenders getting hurt. But, Mark, go look at the goalie. Uh, you got Hall there? Nope. What? But I can. Uh, I'm just wondering. Go look at the goalie uh, save percentages for Arizona's three main goaltenders that have played this year. They're all around. What's wrong? Look in your stats. Be easier to find. Um, well, what am I doing with the stats well, here? The, the the problem is that that you know it, there's a ton of pressure on a on a goalie in Arizona because if he lets in one, his team won't. You know, if he lets in two, it's game over. Why can't the team never sc- score three? Why can't they score more? I, I mean, don't know. By the way, just for everybody listening, so Kemper's just come back. He's at 9.28. Ranta is at 9.21. And even Aiden Hill is at 9.18. Like, those are pretty good save percentages. Well, they are because they play that defensive style, right? Like, you're telling me that Aiden Hill and, like, all if all those three guys have those three percentages, they're not three of the greatest goalies in the history of hockey. They're good goalies, but they're not great. Those are high save percentages that tell me that that team is not giving up anything. 
But there's teams that don't give up anything and don't get anything at the other end, and that's what Arizona is. They want to beat you 2-1 every night. They've been that team for 25 years, Bob. I, I got in all this trouble for writing that early this year that they're boring because they don't score and they never have scored. They're 17th in the league, by the way, on the power play. Yep. And they're 14th in the league on the uh, – oh, check that. Oh, I've, that's not correct. They're 18th in the league on the power play. And Arizona is – where the heck are they? Uh, they're fifth on the league in PK. So they've got decent special teams with the okay. penalty kill. So And they're 20 se- – they're, they're 10th from the bottom. So they're 21st 20. in goal, goal scoring. Goal scoring. So they're five-on-five five scoring is a challenge, obviously. Yeah. Interesting. And that's as high as they've been, Bob. If you go back and do the, the historical look, over the last 20 years, they have been in the bottom three in league and scoring. In the past 10 years, they've been in the bottom three in so, league and scoring. So to be to crawl into the middle 10 here almost. Going to put you on the spot. That's huge. All right. So that, it hasn't worked out. Likelihood of Arizona's making the playoffs below 20% according yeah, to Yeah, they're Sport not going to make it. Doesn't look like they're going to make it. They're going to run out of games. If Taylor Hall were willing to t- sign a one-year deal, would you bring him in? If you could find well, a, that's a no free agent in the history of hockey signs one year deal. Marion Hosa did. Mm, he ain't signed a one year deal. Okay. Sure. Yes. The answer is yes. Absolutely. Hundred percent. I bring him in on a one year deal. He ain't coming here in a one year deal. Okay. Uh, so that's Arizona. The Vancouver Canucks are they a different team without Jacob Markstrom? Because they sure look like it. Well, they lean heavily on their goaltending. They're a little bit like Toronto Light. They give up a lot, right? Vancouver gives up a lot, and they can score. And they're fun to watch, and, and I love what they're doing. they got a good thing going there. Jim Benning's done a really nice job. But as we speak, they give up a lot, and that's going to hurt them. As we, you notice, they're having less success as the playoffs grow near because giving up a lot is bad at this time of year, and it's even worse when the playoffs start. Uh, and they find me a team, Bob, whose goalie is their MVP, and I'll show you a team that probably gives up more than they want to. Jacob Markson, by the way, has a 918 save percentage this year, 23, 16, and 4, and they've struggled a bit since he's been out of the He's their MVP, and it's because they lean on him very, and, very hard. I mean, they J- lean on him the way the order's been leaning on Koskinen lately. Which I mean, JT Miller has got 71 points this year. He plays 20 minutes a player. game. He's at 58% in the face-off circle. Like good he's, player. He's, he's been a real good yeah. pickup for them. For uh, sure. I mean, he's outscoring. Uh, got a nice team. Yeah. I like what Vancouver's doing. They're going to be really good. They'll figure out how to play a little more defensively. They'll figure out how to kill Penn. Are they going to make it? Yeah, I think they'll make it. Okay. Calgary going to make it? I think Calgary will make it. And I think, to me, Calgary will make it. Vancouver and Winnipeg, one of them will make it. Okay. Um, So, which brings us to the Edmonton Oilers. Are you concerned, based on what we've seen here over the last four or five games, that the Oilers won't be able to – here's the thing. Come playoff time. Can we trust Edmonton to be in a position where they have the number one – power play and the number two PK in the playoffs because to me they'd be hard pressed to match that come come playoff time oh for sure I mean I think they have a lethal power play you know that's not going to change it's the same playing the same teams same PK units so the question just becomes Bob how many power play chances do you get you know if they the way they've been playing lately there's no there's there's a reason why they didn't get a power play chance last night there's a reason did they get one against Columbus one power play chance they have the puck, right? you got to be driving offensively to get penalties. I know people will complain about the refs and all that. I get it. But when you don't have the puck all night, you're not drawing any penalties. So 
you know, their five-on-five play, if it's better, it sets up that power play. If they're going to play five-on-five the way they've been playing lately, who cares if you have a good power play unit, Bob? It's never going to get over the boards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it's, I just, I know this, Mark. Their five-on-five play, they've been dramatically outscored five-on-five. I am, like, my hope was with the additions of Athanasio and Innes, uh, that that would give them some more options in terms of how they could play. I do think, and people will laugh at this, but I think Joe Kim Nygaard has a chance to actually help Sheehan and Archibald on that third line because sure. he can get in and forecheck too. And it looks like Chase on and Neil can play kind of fourth. Don't mind that line the way right. it's, it's going. If, right. if Neil's okay being but, down there, he gives you some offensive pop. That's you, What do you want your fourth line this time of year, Bob? You want a goal every... I don't know, two or three games. Well, and they've scored last. They've, and they've been scoring lately. But when in the playoffs, when you get a fourth-line goal, I don't know the stat here, I'll bet you you win 70% of the time when your so fourth-line scores. from your perspective, Mark, are you concerned about the five-on-five five play going into the playoffs? Yeah, sure. But I guess I am, yeah. But uh, frankly, this hasn't been a good five-on-five five team all year, and they're pressing for first place in the Pacific. It's crazy, isn't it? it they haven't, they're not going to beat you five-on-five five that often. Right? The quite but what they do have are dynamic players who, when playing well, get you on the power play three, four times a night, and the power play will beat you. So that's fine. And the goaltending? And the goal, if the goaltending, you know, it's pitching and goaltending in the playoffs, right? Goaltending and special teams, man. Yeah. You can win that way, and so the orders are proven that so you far. You can. All right, we're going to answer some of your texts when we come back. It's Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Bob Stauffer with you in Ice District at Rogers Place. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Shed. Thanks, Oscar. Plays over 25 minutes a game. It is 120 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you. You already know that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Make sure you go down and see Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny. All the folks out at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, they're a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They even got some smart Alex in the place as well. I know that uh, when we really? switched out of uh, an F-150, one of the Calgary fan- flans uh, put a Calgary Flames sticker mm-hmm. where you uh, go and, uh, you know, gas up your car. Yeah. Where the nozzle goes. <laughs> the gas tank, Bob? Yeah, that would be the gas tank. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. You're mechanically inclined. Oh, eh? I am, absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's why I need guys out of Brent Ridge Ford to take care of me. Uh, they're blown out their 2019 F-150s up to 20K off select models. Yeah, the gas tank thing, Mark. Get Brent Ridge in Wetaska to call at one 877 437 or visit com. See, I was a petroleum transfer engineer as a young guy and all the way through high school. A petroleum transfer engine. Yeah. In other words, you worked as a gas jockey? Yeah, I pumped gas. You pumped gas? <laughs> yeah. See, you know what? You might have the mechanical inclination on me, but uh, I have the memory on you. And you can plant a tree like nobody's yeah, business. Nobody's business. <laughs> and I got a better memory than you, bud. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I choose to forget a lot of stuff. Yes, and if I wrote some of the stuff that you did and said some of the stuff you have over the years, you would too. I would too. Very quickly, let's dip into uh, the injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Mark, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. Last 30 years is Trent Brown been the best safety the Eskimos have had? Eskimos have had? Yeah. All-star safety. I think he 30 years? Uh, So we're going back into the 90s? Yep. I'd say so. Jeez, I don't know. Who else? Give me a sampling of Eskimo oh, safeties. Even the, last, even the last 40 years. I mean, Pete Lavarado, Emilio Fraietta, Trent Brown. Delorier? Wasn't there a guy named Delorier back there? Uh, Laurent Delorier? Yeah. Lou Delorier, the guy, the coach out at uh, yeah, yeah. 
at UBC for a while, or yeah. SFU, one of those two. Anyways. Safety. It's always a Canadian guy, right? Safety. Yeah, well, you need your seven Canadian starters, right? Yeah, it's or always a Canadian guy. Hey, uh, Brendan, so we'll quickly do the orders. Connor and David not skating today, still ill. Uh, I'm hoping it's just a maintenance day for Connor Yamamoto. Dave Tippett about to talk momentarily. Uh, hand uh, surgery, the pain is out for Joe Kim Nygaard, still two to three weeks away, and two to three weeks away, MCL sprain for Mike Green. What do you, else do you have for us, Mr. Escott? Yeah, we'll update the Jets tomorrow morning, but I can tell you that Nathan McKinnon left Colorado's game in Los Angeles last night. Lower body injury did not return, and Jared Bednar did not know the extent of that injury in the post-game media avail. The Leafs are getting Morgan Riley back from a broken foot. As mentioned, he's missed the last 23 games. He last played January 12th, had 27 points before that. Jonathan Drouin is getting closer to returning from an ankle injury for Montreal. He's also had wrist and knee problems this year, though he does have 15 points across 27 contests when healthy. All right, this text comes in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Bob, I'm going to uh, put you on the spot here. Forget Dewey's. Didn't you frequent Barry T's, uh, Goose Looney's, and Denny Andrews on a nightly basis, and you were voted king of the dance floor back in about 1986? Uh well, I, if I, you won that contest, I don't want to see the runners-up, Bob. I, well, I already used that line on today's show, <laughs> discussing Eric Thurston winning the CIAU okay. Freshman of the Year 85-86, often referred to as the worst recruiting class in CIS history. Uh, I, I occasionally went, certainly, to Barry T's and Goose Looney's, not as much to Danny Andrews. What about you, Mark? Uh, I went. I was at all of them at some point. I never. I was never a Goose Looney's guy. And yeah. I, we grew up in the heyday of Goose Looney's. Never did it for me. He wasn't a big Barry T's guy. Yeah. Just well, wasn't the my one thing. thing we did do when we went to those places, and I went a lot with John Sexsmith. Yep. Uh, we always believed at least four tables away from the players. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't bug the players. Don't bug the players. No. I was, uh, Give the players their space. I was hanging around the commercial hotel, Bob. <laughs> That's what Is I that something doing. you really want to share? Strathcona Hotel. Yeah. Okay. Good blues bar. Come All on. right. There we go. Uh, again, you can text us at any time on 780 Frog and Nightgown. Have a pint in there lately? Uh, the Frog and Nightgown. I can honestly say, no, Mark, I have not. That's a killer little pub. Still there. I think it's called Duggan's Boundary now. Uh, ha ha. Bobby can hug a tree like nobody's business from Jim. You know, I'm a lot of things. I'm not a tree hugger. I was a no, tree you're planter. You're not a tree hugger. I was a mercenary that was up there to make the money. Uh. Uh, Ash says, Bob, book it. Taylor Hall will sign with the Calgary Flames this offseason. That is not out of the realm of possibilities. I can see that happening. I believe Calgary was very interested in... Uh, you know, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think Taylor Hall... I like Taylor Hall. He could play for my team. I don't think... What the Flames need is some really solid... Uh, leadership and guys who you know are going to be there every night on the big game. Like, what do they lack there, Bob? Their best players don't show up when they need them. Yeah. Right? They need blood and guts there a little bit here. Uh, Taylor Hall won't hurt them, but they need more than just another flashy guy going up and down the wing. Calgary needs more than that. All right, this text comes in saying, okay, I like Leon Dreisaitl, but what I'm also trying to do is make a point. I think that the uh, defense plays better because they don't feel the same pressure to make perfect passes every time they're out there. Last night, for sure, they were off. But they do have to scramble more when Connor is out and only Leon is in. Uh, They have more confidence partly because Leon does pout a little if passes are off. Your thoughts? 
I don't. I, I think Leon's matured quite a bit this year. I don't see yeah. the guy. You know, no, I, he's matured. I mean, he gets mad at himself. I don't see him showing up as teammates. I don't see him showing up as teammates. He's a he's a high. Listen, every high skill guy in a league expects to pass the tape. Because that's where he tends to put them. They used to tell a story about uh, Sergei Makarov in Calgary, play with Gary Roberts, and he didn't speak much English, but he did know how to say, put on tape, Robs. <laughs> that's what he used to say to Roberts. Roberts would be talking about a play, he'd just say, put on tape, Robs. There you go. <laughs> as, a, as, as opposed to Ben Eager, who said, punch me in the face, Robs, <laughs> when you're in your 40s. <laughs> One of the great moments in uh, hockey, is, and Ben later played for Edmonton and was a, a very interesting fellow, to say the least. But if you're going to be on the ice with guys like Drysdale and McDavid, they expect high level. Like, Connor McDavid's, we've seen a lot of guys try out on his wing and then kind of disappear. Connor McDavid's not some training school for wingers, right? Yeah. You, you debut and you train somewhere else. When you get on Connor McDavid's wing, you better play, and you better be a good player. And anyone who's played any sports knows that the really good, good players, they're not farting around with some guy who doesn't belong there, right? Mark, this is directed for you. Dude, you're buddies with the refs. Good for you. Don't want your opinion on the refs, honestly, not to be mean, but obviously uh, you're not objective when you're buddies with refs who are not on can the Canadian team's side. Look in the mirror and get honest. <laughs> On the I think this it's got, it can't be directed my way my way because I do get frustrated. I I, no, I don't yeah. think no, it'd be directed at me. Uh, I don't get well, so they only so they picked the seven Canadian some, teams and you, want them to lose. Well, okay. I, I don't think the that inference here. Now that's what he's saying. Yeah, I, I, Mark, I Ridiculous. think I've always said and I'll stand by it. Veteran teams get veteran calls. Connor McDavid sure. and Leon Draisaitl will get more calls over time. Uh, though I don't know if today it benefits you to be too polite to today's officials. I actually think today in society, the squeaky wheel does get the oil. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know what? That's That wasn't the way to get ahead 25, 30 years ago. I actually think today, no, you know what? If you whine and complain and uh, there's another word for it that we all know that rhymes with rich, yep. uh, I think you actually do get more today. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, perhaps. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I know Johnny Goodrow went through his thing where he was shaking his hand all the time, and now he doesn't get many calls. Right? The guys in Calgary would tell you that. that yeah. He That whole skating around, shaking my hand because I just got slashed thing that he right. was doing for a while there, that didn't yeah. help him much. There were there were two. There was one in the corner on Bear lot. Look, there could have been six against the Oilers, but there was one in the Close. corner on Bear last night, and uh, and the, and that probably should have been. And then was it Martinez that did the uh, the the double dribble where a he little bit of double dribble at the end? Yep, yeah, got away. But you it, made a good point. A, Vegas had the puck the whole game. It was tough for Edmonton. The whole game, right? That play at the end, sure. It's a two-two game. There's two minutes left. Put that an Oiler in that position. You get a call with two minutes left in the two-two game you're calling that like when Larson got that high sticking the other night uh what town were we in late in the game very physical game Dallas it was, it was in Dallas yeah very physical game everybody's hitting everybody he hits a guy with a minute and a half or three minutes left and they it's an awful call good for you for this saying that gamesmanship bro. I mean come on everybody's hitting everybody now you're gonna make that call with three minutes left in the tie game it was ridiculous you're gonna join us Friday it's a game day Friday Oh, yeah, I'll be here. All right, there you go, Mark. Thanks for coming up for an hour. Mark's appearances, keep that headset on for 15 seconds. Brought to you by the horses and horse race in Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Kurt Hill has been kind enough to join us up here in the broadcast booth at 135. He's the GM of the Eastern Conference leading Edmonton Oil Kings. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.